(laughs) Hey, I'm Sherry. And I'm Marty. Tired of hearing bad news everywhere you turn? Well, we are. We're taking a little journey back to simpler times. Come along for the ride as we share some of our fun childhood memories. Might even jog some of your memories, too. Mm, I don't know, Marty. My memory lane is like a cul-de-sac these days. Hey, that is not going to stop us. Come join us for Just Just Jiggle Jiggle the the Handle. Hey, let's talk about toys. Yes, let's do that. Yeah, you have any favorites? I had a lot of toys that I played with. And depending on my age, of course, they were different. But I think my favorite game was Mystery Date. Do you remember that game? I don't remember Mystery Date. So it was a board game. And you had, I think there was, I don't know if there was one or two dice if it's one, it's just a die, right? I think. Yes, if you I think have, so. If it's just one dice, it's a die. If you have two dice, it's a paradise. <laughs> Never mind. It's a paradise. Um, but anyhow, it was this game and it had a door in the middle of it. And I don't remember how the deal what went, but when you get to a certain point in the game, you get to open the door. And when you open the door, it's like little, it's, it's attached to the game board, but there's different people. There's like a guy in a white tuxedo and he's got a corsage box and there's like different types of men. And then there's one that, that was deemed the dud. And that was the one I always wanted. Like I would cry if I got the guy in the white tuxedo. You know, he was he was the dreamboat. He was the one that everybody wanted, but I wanted the dud. And you know, that work speaking out of you? things that inform your your uh, <laughs> your your you in later life, you know, I seem to have gravitated towards the duds. So <laughs> I think I think we're pretty astute when we're kids, you know. I think yeah. but you should check out Mystery Date. I think I don't have a game of that. I do have a game that was called the Patty Duke game and it was based on oh. the Patty and hmm. it's all about Patty and Kathy. Did you have to play it with yourself and play both characters? Well, no, I bought it as actually actually I got it as a gift as an adult. A friend gave it hmm. to me. So I haven't played it yet because I don't uh have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> But I could pretend that I have a cousin, an identical cousin, and I could play by myself, actually, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. Did you have to play with someone else? Did they have to look exactly like you? Uh, but with an English accent? Yeah, they could. No? Yeah. And yeah. they could, mm-hmm. you know, go to debutante balls and things, whatever she did. But the cool thing about, I mean, a side thing about getting this toy as an adult is in the box was the card from the 60s, a birthday card that the girl who gave the girl the game, it's in there. And I always thought it would be, you know, what a smart mom, right? The mom stuck the card in the game. And then of course, then that game ended up wherever it ended up in a thrift store on eBay. I don't know where my friend got the game for me, but I thought how fun it would be because I think she put her first and last name if I looked her up on Facebook or something to see if I could get a hold of, you know, Gert Schwartz or whoever it was. Yeah. Or put it out on a podcast and see who responds. Yes. Please. Smart. Mm. Yeah. So how about you, game-wise? You know, it's funny because I I was the generation that played with dolls, but I don't remember ever having dolls except when I was really little. I wasn't a doll person. Although my sister, do you remember the in the TV guide where they would have the Columbia records that you could order? Yeah. Do, do, mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, I would cut out the little albums on the Columbia record offer and give them to my sister so that Ken and Barbie could play records oh, on their dates. That's so cute. I know, I know wasn't it? Anyway, But as far as my favorite toys, I had some really cool toys. They were kind of unusual because we're talking the 50s, early 
early 60s. Yes, I'm old. And one of them was a gyroscope, which you would wind it up and it would pivot on this little pivot point and kind of rotate around like a flying saucer. And I had the, I had the spacemen and the soldiers who were protecting the planet from the aliens. And I just thought that was the coolest thing ever, this gyroscope that I had. And my other favorite toy was a chemistry set. And all the cool things that you could mix together and turn different colors and make invisible ink and make a volcano and stuff like that. I I just loved my so you were kind of chemistry very creative. (laughs) No, but you were very creative and but sciency. You were a a brainiac. Where it rhymes with brainiac and starts with an M. I really liked science a lot. Yeah. In fact, one of my favorite classes ever in high school was biology, Mm. mostly because I had a cool teacher, but that's a whole other subject. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I love science and math. So I was kind of strange. Yeah. We were not, we would not have hung out together as kids then. I wouldn't, or maybe I would have, you would have helped me with my homework, maybe. I just thought of another toy that I was so excited about and so disappointed in. I'm sure many, many other kids were, but out of the back of a magazine, you could order the sea monkeys. Oh, cool. And, yes. and they show them. They look like little seahorses and they've got yeah. faces. And, and I thought it was amazing. And so we got them and it took forever because I don't know what you had to do. Yeah. You know, I, I, who knows where you sent it with a box top or something, but it was like a big deal to send it away right. and then to have it come in the mail. That was just exciting in and of itself. But then you open it up and it was brine shrimp. Yes. And I was so disappointed because of course, as a kid in your mind, it, it's going to look like what it looks like in the thing. They're going to be my little yeah. pets. So it's a, yeah, a little pet. That exactly. never yeah. worked. And also uh, we had Mexican jumping beans, which was very traumatic for me because they were, well, I don't even know what they are, but there's living things inside the beans and they jump around. Do you know what's, oh, yeah. it's like, I don't. No, some, but there's there, but, some creature yeah. in there and I wanted to free them. I wanted to get them out. And my, you know, oh. my family tried to explain that's not how it works. And I was thinking <clears> they <throat> couldn't breathe in there. So early on, I was all about the critters. So it's too bad we didn't have Google searches back then because we could have figured out what was in there. Right. Now I want right. to go right to my computer and find well, out. Well, I'll, I'll be wow. doing that afterward. Yeah. And I think it's going to either be a whole new podcast or a reference sheet at the end of this one, maybe, because I think that. Who wouldn't want to know the answer? I think to that. that's a good idea. Yeah, because if you ever yeah. go on Jeopardy and the uh, category is Mexican jumping beans, you might need that. You got to know these yeah, things. You do. Yeah, you have to know so. these things. I used to whenever we would go to Natural Bridge. I'm from Virginia. There was this gift shop, and there was this whole section of magic tricks. But wait, Natural Bridge was a store? No. Well, Natural Bridge is one of the wonders of the world. <laughs> but <laughs> oh I'll my god, I throw this. You know, speaking of Google searches. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, clearly, um, where is it? That's in Virginia? In, in Virginia, yeah. Why would I know that? Am I, how many wonders are there? Seven. There's Wonder Bread. There's, no, okay. it's just we were We had Weber's Bread. But oh, okay. So that's good. All right. Well, clearly, people are going to know who the brains of this outfit is. <laughs> So I was thinking- no, you're right. You would have no reason to know anything about Natural Bridge unless you had to go there. I mean, got to go there, excuse me, every Easter to walk under the bridge and have the music playing and the angels singing and- But, but what can you, I'm sorry, can you tell us what it is? Tell me what it is? Oh, it's a huge natural bridge. It's like this, I guess at one point, millions of years ago, the river ran through and it kind of carved out this bridge and it connects over the top from one kind of- 
huge cliff to another over the river. And it's really beautiful. And it's quite a tourist thing to go see. And they have shows there with lights on the water and on the bridge. And it's this huge stone naturally carved bridge. You can drive across it, I'm pretty sure. And they would have chairs set out and there would this be this booming voice that would tell about the beginning of the world and in the beginning. And so it was a place to go and we would go to Natural Bridge. And I lived for going to the gift shop and I would buy things like, well, there were magic tricks and toys that were inexpensive, but just were kind of fun. Like they had the gum pack and you'd wind it up and stick the little twisted spring inside the gum pack and you'd offer somebody a piece of gum and they'd pull it out and it would snap their finger. Mm-hmm. Or one of my personal favorites was you could put this little kind of pellet in a cigarette and when it would be lit, it would give off this fume like a skunk had come through, which I thought was hilariously funny to do to my mom. She not so much. Uh especially when she was napping. Anyway, you know, all these little fun things that I would get. So those were fun toys. It's amazing. Like the, you could have the crappiest little cheap thing and it could entertain you for hours. Whereas uh, other toys that you might get that were, you know, you'd see them on TV and they were a big deal and you'd get them and they were just a drag. You know, they weren't, they didn't live up to their hype. So we always like, I mean, did you make mud pies like we and play school and play store. I mean, I know that's not toys, but just other things to do. We would, you know, we'd take all the canned goods out and we'd line them up and somebody would be the, I don't know what you call the guy, the general store manager, whatever. (laughs) And somebody would be the customer. And like, we would do a lot of that. Really? Yeah. That's fascinating. No, I uh, didn't. And you didn't do mud pies. Didn't. I do not remember ever making a mud pie. I wonder if that was a California thing. We have more rain in Virginia. You would think we would have had mud pies. Maybe we had too much of mud pies. Maybe we were fed up to here with mud pies. Yeah, the, you probably you know. had mud soup. But you know what I did do? I would get the kids in the neighborhood, I'd get a little group of kids and we would act out stories. Like we'd tell the stories of the three bears or Goldilocks or something. We would act them out and we'd invite all the kids in the neighborhood. And I had chairs set up for everybody to sit on and I would perform these shows and invite the neighborhood kids. And how old were you when you did that? I had to be, that's a good question. I'm guessing first grade, something like that. But also right around that time, I used to get a quarter a week for allowance and I saved up my money and saved up my money and bought a $5 brownie camera, which probably was at the top of my all-time favorite I wouldn't call it a toy, but that thing that I love. And I would get the neighborhood kids to act out stories. And I would shoot the shots with my brownie camera of them doing the different scenes. And I guess that was maybe the start of my directing career. But looking back now at those photographs, you'd go, what the heck are these people doing? They're just standing there and putting their arms out. I mean, you know. Do you they, still have them though, the, the photos? I probably do, but they're absolutely worthless. Yeah, but think of yeah, the little yeah. eye that looked through the brownie camera and took that. That's adorable. Yeah, but to look at those now would not have convinced anyone to give me a career Yeah, in the but just that you had the idea to do it. Like, I'm. so yeah. you're in first grade. What is that, six? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was making mud pies. So, you know, does that tell you anything? Did you sell? them in your store? No, I think I probably tried to eat them. Yeah. Hmm. Cause that was a thing. I ate stuff. Oh, you did? What kind of I stuff? Ate cat food. Yeah. <laughs> you did. And I ate um, on purpose. I ate crayons. But when you weren't burning them. Only, yeah. But I only like eating the orange crayon. 
It's not right. Yeah, and, it's not right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> This is explaining so much. Um, what was it about the orange? You thought they'd be orange flavored? Yeah, I thought I thought maybe it would have some kind of. Um, do you remember the? They were called circus peanuts. They were like marshmallows, but they're shaped like oh, peanuts. Yes, that's what I yes. thought it was going to taste like. That I don't oh, know. If they, well, those I, which, good. You would. Oh, I love. Oh, I like oh, those. And you? actually, I think they mm. they taste like bananas. Those. Well, I don't mm. know why they're orange and why they're peanuts, but that that's a whole other. Podcast, Another Google but, search, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But yeah, crayons, you know. And so how often did you do this? Did you do this more than once? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when you did the candle thing, yeah. it was mostly like blues and greens because you had to hang on to the orange ones. <laughs> Actually, no. Of- we we I sacrificed some of the orange ones for Besides, for, you could chew on it later if yeah. you, you know. And they actually the were candy. beautiful. I mean, I, I think it would be a fun thing to do to take like a wine bottle and do that same thing. But, you know, I don't think my boss would like that if I did that in the middle of the day or took my 30-minute nap a la your mom during the day. So I'm kind of intrigued with this whole mystery date thing because what were the steps along the way that would get you I to your- have- you know, I, I, I wasn't sure that we were going to be talking about this, so I should have probably looked it up to <laughs> refresh my memory. But I don't know if you went around the board and then there was like a pile of cards that you picked. But at some point in the game, either you land on a square that tells you you get to open the door or you pick a card. And every time you do, like if you get the dud, well, I, I don't know if you lose the game, but the goal is you every time you open that door, you kind of spin it. So in inside, there were different cards. And depending on how many times you spun the knob, it would like there were it was like a deck of cards in there, you know, but there were only like five or six guys. I think there was like a sports guy hmm. and a business guy, but the you everybody wanted the guy in the white tuck. So you would turn it, but I was always turning it to try to get to the dud. And I think he was like, he was just really scruffy looking, like he looked like a player. Plumber, but a no. I don't want to say that because I mean he could have been a cute plumber. He he just looked like a dud. He looked like he'd been riding boxcars or something. He was all scruffy and, <laughs> but I thought he was really cute, you know. So yeah, I bet the manufacturers just didn't see that coming. The Milton Bradley or whoever did yeah. it, uh, Milton or Bradley, they probably yeah, didn't at the didn't at see the that. meeting. They probably were like, oh my god, we'll put the dud in and that'll be a crack up. But so I wonder if the guys had a, a mystery date for them, no like beautiful women, no. And, no? I don't mm. think so. Because they were yeah. too G.I. Joe back then. Everything was... So I just... I couldn't stand it. I just Googled mystery date because I couldn't remember what it all looked like. But there is a guy that looks like a skier and it is a Milton Bradley deal. And it's 1965 is what's on the box. One guy's a skier. One guy has an umbrella over his shoulder and he has a uh, Hawaiian shirt on. There's the guy I told you about with the the white tuxedo and he's got like a corsage box. And there's cards... Oh, and the little people, they're cardboard, but they fit in those little plastic things, oh, you yeah. know. And, so they and so, stand so, up. Yeah, and they've got like cool 60s dresses on, you know, very, okay, okay. So the one mystery, he's got, oh, he's got a bag for, you know, um, the beach guy for, um, you know, snacks that he's going to bring us. And eight years old to 16. That's pretty yeah. funny. It's got, like you land on something that says, open the door. Mm, and that's what you want to okay. land on. There's like one, two, so three. So you can There's keep like landing on them, the door. Is that the end of the game? Do you remember? I think, yeah, I'll have to get the instruction. Uh, it's been so long since I've played it, clearly. <laughs> That's why I've been single for so long, because I haven't played it. Um, 
But every square, swap one card with the player on your right. And then another square is take hmm. two cards from the pile. Take one card from... I can't even see it. God, I'm getting old. Anyway. Imagine when you're like 15. It says 15. I mean, 8 to 16. 16. If you're like 15 or 16 and you name the guys like, ah, if you get Brad. Yeah. yeah, That would be fun. Otherwise, I can't imagine it being that much fun for older people. I was going to say, were there any toys that your sisters had that you really wanted, but you were too young to? Well, the stuff that my sister had, because she was five years older, she had a phonograph and then she would have records. And so very young, you know, she had the Monkees album and she had something, an album by the Royal Guardsmen and they sung a song called The Red Baron and it was about Snoopy and it was this whole album, but I don't, I, I can still see the album and and it was that heavy like it felt heavier than vinyl it almost felt like a like what a 78 record feels like really heavy but no her toys she wouldn't know the age difference was too big i think and all my stuff was babyish of course to her so she made fun of every all anything i had and i did have something that had a pull string but i think it was like a dog or something it barked or something when you pulled the string but hmm. I didn't like dolls. I they scared me because they looked too real. They looked they and and I didn't like if their eyes opened mm. when you laid them down or picked them up. I didn't like that they could possibly be looking at me. Huh. What? I'm just I was just thinking I wonder if that's when the paranoia started. <laughs> which which one? <laughs> About people watching looking, me. Watching you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Huh. Well, you realize you're uh okay. Um <laughs> People are listening to you now. Yeah, but I just thought I'd point that out. There was some doll that my sister had where you could pull out the hair and make it longer yeah, and yeah, yeah. stuff in the hair. And of course, I thought it was the perfect opportunity to give her a haircut, which was not what you were supposed to do because then you couldn't make it long again once right. you cut it. You but know. it does. But again, I and I remember that too. I cut I cut some dolls' hair in my time, and you would think it would grow back. I mean, you don't think it's a permanent move, right? So <laughs> you know, it's these lessons in life that we learned from toys that made us who we are today. Indeed, Marty. Indeed. Hey, got any favorite toy stories? If you do, post them on our Just Jiggle the Handle Facebook page. Childhood toys only, please. Yikes, yes, please. And subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts so that you can psychoanalyze Sherry and Marty's weird memories at Just Jiggle the Handle. handle.